Okay. The, the four companies I just mentioned, they either have developed products for us or, or are developing products for us, and the purpose in that is to significantly give Equus a competitive edge over other people in the marketplace. And when you understand what GPM has done, creating a term product, and I, have, I talked to two different carriers that were in the process or considering doing what GPM has done, and they are sick that they weren't first to the, to the park with those products because they realize now GPM has got a competitive advantage over them. Uh, you know, Moo has always been a carrier for us, but they're not a true partner. You know, they're so big, they appreciate our business, but they're never going to develop a specific product for us and probably won't develop a specific product for anybody because of their uh, large distribution system. They don't have anybody that's a, cons a significant player with them. So Moo is good to have them as a carrier that we can reference because with great name recognition, and they do have some great products that give us a competitive edge with the children's plans. You know, uh, there are some things there that are good. They're a little more forgiving on type 2 diabetes after age 50. So understanding that there's a place for them, but they're not a true partner. Uh, Foresters once was a partner, uh, but there's been a significant change in leadership in the last uh, year or so. They're outsourcing a lot of their service work. Uh, their issue rates have dropped from 82% to 64%. Well, understanding that, now we, that means if we write business with foresters, we've just taken a 16 to a 20% pay cut because we're not getting some of that business issued. And now that doesn't mean there's not a niche market there. You know, if we've got somebody that uses recreational marijuana, um, that's a tobacco rate, but they will take it. And what I mean by recreational, one, one joint a week for a month, they consider recreational. So those are things where you learn the, a, a place to use it, but again, it's not a place we want to send a lot of our business because the fact that the issue rate has plummeted and um, they're not a partner going to be developing any products for us anytime soon. Uh, Americo, on the other hand, now, I do want to bring something up because a lot of you need to understand this. You heard a lot of talk at convention about offering the decreasing term because the rates are so good. And I think that's a great idea because it gives you a competitive edge there. However, I think it's important to allow the client to choose which one they want to go. I would lead with the decreasing term. If they choose it, I would also point out now, the reason I chose this, it gives clients a chance to cover more of their mortgage. However, there is a plan they have where the face amount doesn't drop, it's a little more expensive, and it costs this amount. Which one would you prefer? If they choose a decreasing term, that's great. That's wonderful. On the other hand, they may take the level, but the point of it is, is you've educated them to the point that if another agent comes in in six months and says, did that agent tell you that this is a decreasing term? Trust me, they're going to forget that. Did that agent also tell you that there's a plan where the rates would be remain or the face amount would remain the same? If you've done that, it's going to be difficult for that agent 
to replace your business because you had a reason for showing them the decreasing term, and that reason is this allows our clients to cover more of their mortgage. That's important. They will remember that sort of thing. So I'm just giving you some pointers here on how to use these products to your advantage and to your client's advantage. I refer to this by giving them a choice after they've made the decision to choose the decreasing term, and then you point out that they could keep that around. That's business conservation for, from future replacements. And, uh, and the fact that AmeriCo has the uh, foreclosure protection, aka the living benefits, on their cash back or return a premium product, they're the only company in the industry that offers that. So understanding those things, finding that niche. Now, do I expect you to remember all of this so they know? That's why we strategize cases before you go out. And when we strategize the case and I tell you, well, we're going to use AmeriCo for return of premium, and this is why, and we're going to use CFG for the non-return of premium, and this is why, at that point in time, we don't get into talking about the benefits of it, we're talking about the price. Once they've selected the price it fits, then we talk more about the benefits that go with it. So that, so that it appears we really don't care which plan they choose, and really we shouldn't care which plan they choose, because the plan they choose should not be based on our need for a commission. It should be based on their need for coverage. And if we can really convey that to them in such a way that it doesn't matter, it makes it easier for them to choose something and at the same time less likely that it will be replaced. So we'll be talking about each of these cases. And if you've got uh, agents on your team, um, guys, information like this and what you're going to hear this morning is extremely valuable not only to current agents that are with us, uh, but also anybody new because it gives them a fresh perspective on, on what we're talking about. Uh, I hope that kind of lays the groundwork for some of the things that we walked away from convention with. Um, I asked Joe to be on the call this morning, and, and the reason I did, um, um, when Joe Lopez looked at our company at the very first time, he looked at it as a business opportunity that looked like a job. And a lot of people come to us with the idea that this is a job where I can make from 1500 to 3000 a week, and they grow into the business opportunity side. Either way is perfectly fine. But I asked Joe this morning if he would explain uh, what and how conference allowed him to better see this concept of the business opportunity coming from the job perspective. Joe, if you would hop on and and just kind of share with the group this morning what you walked away from convention and how it changed your perspective of what we do. Sure thing, Dick. Uh, uh, Dick and Connie, thank you for having me here this morning. Um, uh, basically, this is one of the first steps towards financial success is being on these type of calls, and that I found out very early in our stages in my business group. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea, uh, where I come from uh, and what eyes I looked at this opportunity first and with what eyes I left after this weekend. Uh, first, my brief background on myself, uh, grew up pretty much uh, all my life up in New York City, thrown, uh, got thrown literally to Union City, New Jersey, where I finished my growth in high school. And then I joined the military of six years 
in a recon unit, uh, sniper sniper. Uh, I was an E5. For those that don't know what an E5 is, it's a sergeant. And basically there, uh, from a young age, I was taught to basically lead from the rear, where you can actually see everything in perspective, see the magnification of the terrain and so forth, and send your best troop forward and see how they do and then strategize from that point. Well, I took that into a business career, uh, the, the concept that is, into a business career. Uh, I went into consulting, and also I was a very successful business owner in uh, PNC business, an agency that I sold. It was one of the top five currently in Georgia, and a very successful business consulting firm that also I was taught to, again, lead from the rear, look at the terrain, magnifying the situation, look at the business opportunity, place the right people, the right managers in place so they can, so they can go forward and advance the rest of us uh, to come in. Well, uh, I got sick and tired of actually doing that because it was, although it was successful, but I wanted more and I wanted something different. <clears throat> Pardon me. And in that search, I came across, uh, I looked at uh, Johnny Brooks uh, got in front of me. And, and, and now I see the blessings of that. But I looked at this business from, let me try this as a new business concept. I love the insurance industry. I want to try something new. I want to get away from the consultant end of it. I want to get back into insurance, but not the PNC. I want more of the life and health, uh, particularly the life, because I knew that's where the money would be. Well, uh, I looked at this as same, the same concept, a business opportunity. That's it. Luckily and fortunate, uh, went to this conference uh, this past weekend, and one thing that stood out for me that was basically the forefront and the pivoting point in my life to actually truly see a vision and what a business really should look like and how we conduct this business, and that's leading from the front. That's the main thing that really that, that basically stood out for me. And Folks, what I, when, I, when I understood, and again, I had to hear it more than one time to actually click in. When I understood that leading from the front is where we actually make our mark and where we actually make our success, I don't have to tell you that even if this is a theory, theoretically, you can see the results in this from looking from a business perspective either way. And you can't go wrong. Uh, there's no mistakes that can be made from uh, from this concept. Selling, being in the trenches, being the forefront, conducting, showing the others that come before you what, uh, what is capable of being done, what kind of money you're able to do. You don't have to worry about building the business. The business will build itself just by us doing what we've got to do first and concentrating and taking care of our corporation, which is us number one, and then everything else will follow. I found this to be, from a business point of view, very, very simple to do. The hardest thing that I know in doing this is to get started. As you all know, we know a concept. We know, we know how things are going to work. We see the theory. We're convinced. We're motivated. But the hardest thing to do is to get started. Once you get started, that momentum gets going, and the rest is history. You will never look back. And that's the same message that I heard in all the conversations that I've heard during the, uh, the convention there from everyone that was either questioned or, or given their testimony. So You know, it's, it's interesting you picked up on that, uh, especially with your background of leading from the rear and planning and strategizing. We still do that, but you jumping out in front 
and literally jumping in the ditch with the troops, that makes all the difference in the world. And the fact that the hardest thing to do is to get started, guys, I hope those of you that are new on the call understand that because just put your head down, walk through the minefield with your head down, and bombs will be going off all around you. Just stay the course. Thanks, Joe. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, but I just felt like that was something that we really needed to focus on. No, that, that's definitely exactly. You couldn't have said it better than I can. Uh, that, that, that right there is, is key uh, to the success of this business. Now, um, I'm, 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 I'm beginning to basically second-guess uh, second myself because uh, I have to get my mind retrained. I have to get my mindset in the right path. Well, uh, this past weekend has helped a tremendous deal. Is it all there? No. Again, the hardest thing is to get started, but guess what? We have to do in our brain. Our brain works as like one, two, three, go. So that's all you got to do. I can, you, you cannot think. Just, uh, just do what you got to do, and that's get out there, get appointed, get, uh, get all your ducks in a row, get your applications ready, get your leads, get your, uh, get your focus point on where you're going to, what market you're going to be penetrating and so forth, and then just do it. Get up one morning, get out there and do it. Don't even think about it. Sometimes our mind can hold us back, so we have to push our bodies knowing what we got to do, and then the minds follow in this case. Uh, so that, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much what I have. All right, let me ask you one last question. Sure. You came and had a lot of support, but you're going back now to reach out to a number of your agents. What would be one single thing that you feel was the most important thing you took away from conference that you can share with the people that you're at? Uh, either already have on your team or are going to be recruiting? Well, I've managed to contact uh, quite a few of them. And uh, as you know, I've got 10 on board. And the, I have a, an additional 44 to go after. And, and these are not, uh, there's a total of 144 people in the whole organization, but I'm going after these 44 because I consider this to be somewhat my inner circle. And they have a lot of trust, a lot of faith in me that basically all I've got to say is just come on board. Don't worry about anything. Just do it and they'll go ahead and do it. Uh, are they a low-hanging low tree? Probably, but then I know I'm also facing a challenge with them, which brings to answering your question, uh, Dick, is that uh, what I have to do is relay what I feel and what I've learned and what I have put together in my mind in a mindset point of view, uh, this concept that it truly works, and then just to go out there and do it. So basically the job is very simple. You know, guys, we, we, and, and, I'm a, and I'm also guilty of this. We, may, we complicate things. We make something that is simple, hard, by us complicating it. And we complicate it for a number of reasons. We complicate it for, for procrastinations. We, 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 we complicate it because we don't fully understand it. We're not, we're not sold on it. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons why we complicate this. But truly, this is a simple concept. It's a simple business, a very profitable one done correctly with the right support that Equus provides, and I see that. Uh, I've looked at different companies out there, and I've researched quite a bit, and uh, that's why Equus brought, was brought to my attention. And I approached it, and lo and behold, it, it totally changed uh, the whole concept of what I was thinking about. But that I need to relate to everyone else, and I do plan on doing that, and I don't see a problem with uh, bringing these folks on board and being in the same mind, being in one accord in order for us to move forward. Well, Joe, I really appreciate you taking the time to share this this morning because 
your perspective is a little different than a lot of our new uh, hires, new people that come on board with us. And I think you're right. It is a very simple business. And if we can pick no more than three points to really drive home, there are 20 points we can put on the list, but pick three of those to focus with on people we hire. That And all of us are guilty of the same thing. But that will be one area that will really catapult your business forward. And you've got Johnny and I and Connie in the wings to help you in any way you need help with with these other people. So thank you very much for sharing with us this morning. Um, I did want to bring Miguel on because Miguel has been, as most of you know, has been working very heavily with the Hispanic market. And um, that's, that's an area, as you listen to Miguel today, your goal should be to find a Miguel on your team because, you know, if you can find somebody that's bilingual that can approach the Hispanic community and bring them on, that market is huge and it's untapped. We need 200 agents in that market yesterday. And if you can get somebody like Miguel now or uh, Lydia or uh, Claudia Mathau, uh, Matthew, if you can get someone like that to drive that leg or portion of your business, uh, that's a winning combination for you. So, Miguel, if you could share with us today how you felt and what you brought away from convention, we would love to hear your perspective. Absolutely. Good morning, everyone. Do you hear me okay? Yes. Perfect, perfect. So uh, thanks for having me on the call today, Dick and Connie. Uh, it was um, great to see all of you uh, share ideas with uh David and Robert, Elvira, Johnny, Marsha, conference. It was was awesome. I, I really love conference more than New Year's Eve. <laughs> so, uh, so I hope you all uh, can make it to conference next winter. Okay. So um, I would like to share with you today before jumping into the pool uh, something I'm going to uh, implement immediately to my practices to uh, to get the the advanced market specialist certification, advanced market specialist certification with uh, which I can help other agents to illustrate annuities and index universal life products. What that means for you, for you all is that uh, you do not have to leave money on the table. You can call me and I can help you uh, complete a sale if you are selling annuities or uh, index universal life, uh, life products. So um, second um, thing I'm going to implement in my practice is uh, the Equis Activity Tracker. Uh, maybe maybe you saw in conference they were they were uh, selling it uh, at the store the Equis Activity Tracker so I can keep track of my numbers in a better way more more efficient way you know? uh, the amount of, of dials per week uh, the amount of, of appointments seats applications annualized premium ICAs per week per day per month so if you keep track of your numbers you will. Um, uh, you will know how to how to pivot, how to improve your uh, your performance. And the third um, thing I'm going to implement in my practice immediately right away is uh, um, I'm going to be using America's uh, America's decreasing term, uh, so um, which which is a term policy that turns into a whole life after the term after the term ends, if I understood well. <laughs> so um, so I think I think it's a great product and. Um, Looking forward to uh, getting the eight percent bonus they are uh, giving out two uh, two times a year. So uh, yeah, so that's that's all I have for today, Nick. I can see why Miguel wants that bonus because for those of you who were not at conference, Brandon Hall was presented with his second check 
uh, I'm sorry, his first check uh, for the first half of the year, just for the first half, was $24,000. Yes. That's over and above all paid commissions, and he is at a high commission level. So David Crocker is uh, putting his uh, time in with America, wanting that bonus, and I'm looking forward to him getting his check and all the other agents. Miguel, we're looking forward for you to getting your share too. Absolutely. And, Thank you. Thanks for having me on the call. Well, one of the things you brought up, uh, Miguel, the activity tracker, that should have been the number one thing on all of our list because that helps us point out where, where we've had a good week and why and when we have a bad week and why. Because that activity tracker, and guys, if you weren't at convention, uh, get on the bookstore, order that. The left-hand page is about production, tracking that, and the right-hand page is about your activity and recruiting. <clears throat> if you're not a recruiter, it's still a very valuable tool for you because it points out quickly why you're being successful, and where you need help. I mean, just at a moment's glance. And this time next year, if somebody calls for help, the first thing that's going to happen is get your activity tracker out and give me the last three days or the last three-week numbers so we can see where your strength is and where your weakness is. And my guess is that the store is sold out. They took 500 copies to conference, and those are all gone. So if you don't get one, um, we still are going to ask for your numbers. Uh, we had uh, someone at conference come up to us and ask us some questions from another team, and um, she readily admitted that she didn't track her numbers. Well, i got to tell you, if you're playing basketball and you don't have a goal up there, I don't know how in the world you expect to ever score points. So you must keep track of every dial. Uh, we had, uh, in our breakout session, we talked about, you know, what's a dial? If you dial the home, the cell, the work, that's three dials. You go back and double dial, that's six, and triple dial is nine. So when people talk about making 250 dials, that's how they do it, mm -hmm. okay? But you're making a little tick mark, uh, haystacks, whatever you want to call them, one, two, three, four, and pull a line over for number five so that when you're done for the evening, you can see you made 64 dials or 58 dials. Okay, we make another um, block for the people that you spoke to. So if you make 50 dials and don't talk to anyone, you know you're calling at the wrong time. Okay, it's Sunday morning and everyone's in church, or it's Saturday night and everybody's out having fun. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons that you may not feel that you're having success, but you can see where your effort is put if you are tracking. And if you're not, we really can't help you. And the Activity tracker is something that's evolved over the years. The people that were doing this before we ever heard of activity tracker or whatever you want to call it, the people that were doing that were always 30, 40, 50% more effective than the ones that weren't tracking things. Because, and the other thing of it is if the wheels fall off, we can look at the activity tracker and figure out how to fix it right away. Miguel, thank you so much for bringing that up. Uh, that, that's really important. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time this morning because we know you're down there with your family and everything, and we're looking forward to seeing your 8% bonus be uh, significant, paying for Christmas and New Year's, maybe a trip back to Puerto Rico over the holidays. So thank you very much for joining us this morning. Um, our next guest, uh, thank you. Our next guest is new to the industry. 
and he has uh, copied what Miguel and Lydia have done. Uh, he and Reina, his mother, have started with us, and they're on um, Fernando's team. And what they've done is they have literally have gone out and figured out a way where they can do their own prospecting. And after leaving convention, and incidentally, Jose, for those of you that don't know, um, Equus had a, a drawing where they gave away $3,000 in cash to two people. It was a random drawing. You came in, you were automatically registered once you picked up your packet, and uh, they were the recipient of $1,500 bills in cash. And Jose, as soon as he got the money, he was, I think, surprised and overwhelmed a little bit. But his comment was, that's my seed money for start to buying some leads. So, uh, Jose, if you would share with us um, what convention did for you. Uh, one, did you come excited? Did you come willingly? Or did you come with a reservation wondering, I'm not sure where this is going to go. If you would share that with, with us this morning, we would appreciate it. Well, um, first of all, hi, Dick and Connie, and uh, thank you for having me on the call. Um, when I first came to convention, uh, it was more my mom that wanted to go. She kind of forced me and dragged me along to convention. Um, and... As soon as I got there, first day, after the first day, um, it was great. I got so much knowledge, and I was ready to go home and ready to work. And then second day comes along, and I get even more knowledge, and I'm ready to go home, not only work, but now I realize that Equus is a business opportunity where I can grow not only with personal production, but if I build a team of people and – really dedicate ourselves to this to the field um we can all get rich it's as simple as that we can all help each other and all help each other improve um with activity and then the third day comes along and i get fifteen hundred dollars i wasn't even <laughs> expecting that i mean i already had my week planned out i was gonna buy leads and unexpectedly i get that and now It'll it'll definitely help my business. Um, I I I'm just you know I have no words for it. Convention it was it was a it was God's gift to me and my family. And um, after that day, it is the uh, the first day of a new life. Well, you made the comment to me earlier that you felt like you know you were blessed just to have a shot at this because your feeling was a lot of people. One, don't know anything like this exists, and a few that know it exists really are never given a fair shot at doing it. So how did, how did that change the way you're going to approach friends about doing this? Um, this, job, this job, I feel like it gives you so many opportunities, and it's not like any other job out there. I mean, I used to work at Target. And I didn't, I did not like the job, but I hated the fact that I had a boss and that I had someone above me and, you know, someone taking control of me and working for your time as well. When you get paid for time, um, you have no opportunity to grow. 
And that's what I look for in a job. In this job, you can grow. You do everything independently. And it's one of the only jobs where I can go to somebody's house, they offer me lemonade, and I'll still get paid. I can't say no to this job. Uh, to me, it's just a dream come true. Well, let me ask you this, because association is a big part of what we do, associating with other people that are being successful. Um, because without that association, this is a lonely business. And if you don't have this constant association through calls like this, through convention, going to see people and see other people being successful, it makes it much more difficult. Uh, I know you spent some time with Connor Jones, and I think there was kind of a pack of you uh, younger guys and gals that were kind of hanging out. Uh, how did meeting Connor Jones, what impact did that have on your life as an inspiration and as a goal to meet? Um, meeting Connor Jones... It had a huge impact in my life. Um, I'd love to say shout out to him, to Connor, if he's on the call. He's um, I really I look up to him and what he does in his business because he gave me a lot of knowledge and definitely changed my outlook and my perspective on how to do this. Because what what Connor does is he'll um, he'll gather a bunch of people. And he'll call up his leads right in front of them and show them how to do the business. And with young people, that is a perfect example on how to show them because you're showing them how to do it. So all they have to do is just copy and paste. Good point. Uh, Jose, I know you know we had a lot of fun. It was it looked great to see you when you uh, were awarded that money. You were so excited. But the first thing you said to me when I first met you was um, what an impact a schedule was making because you said that before you came to conference, you didn't think that much about a schedule. How do you mm -hmm. think having a schedule will help you and your mom do better with your business? Well, um, I think the schedule is important because not only do you as a person become more organized, but a schedule can also help you change your mindset. Something that I picked up over at the convention was um, that you have to be positive about everything. And if you stick to your schedule, it doesn't matter how, the next, um, how your next appointment goes. As long as you have faith that the next one could be you know, could be the one that you strike gold on. You know, just keep going and get out there because life insurance, this field is like a gold mine and we're all just scratching at it. And you can get, you know, you can get a, some gold dust or a gold ore. It all depends on how it is in the field. You know that statement you made, we're all just scratching at it, is more true than most of us realize because you're right. The opportunity in the industry is it's literally unlimited. And as Miguel was talking about, you know, he wants to become certified to do advanced market uh, policies, deals, so to speak. And that's just another area that he's recognizing. For those of you that weren't at convention, is the average commission once you get to a 90% contract, and that's the goal, is you know for somebody to come on, bring three people with them, 
And as soon as they get $12,000 in premium in a month, they go to an 80% contract. Well, by the time that happens, it's not very long and they get a couple more people and they have enough volume to get up to that 85 or 90% contract level. Well, when that happens, your average sale is between $850 and $900. And the average annuity sold with Equus is $50,000. And if an agent finds someone that has some money that needs to be rolled over, they can turn that over because they don't understand annuities well enough yet to do it themselves or IULs well enough to do it themselves. They can turn it over to an advanced market specialist and get a 75-25 split. So they get 25% of whatever commission comes out of that. They've moved on, and they're out trying to make more mortgage protection sales, but it gives them a chance to double their commission on about every 10th application they take because somewhere between every 10 and 15 people we write an application on, they're going to have either a need for an IUL or they've got an old 401k that needs to be rolled over. Currently, the agent says, well, I don't want to give up the commission on that. Well, what happens is they don't understand it well enough to go do it themselves. Therefore, that money stays on the table and somebody comes in as a bonus lead or a B or C lead, they find the money, they get the sale, and the original agent got nothing. So it makes sense with this advanced market concept where we have certified people to do that. Now that gives the writing agent a chance to collect some on that. Now the goal is to give away probably 10 or 15 of those, but all the while learning more on your own so that two months, three months, six months from now, you can do those cases yourself. Well, is that going to put the advanced market uh, person out of business? No, because we're constantly bringing on more new people that are going to need that help, and we're not allowing that money to go to another agent or another company. So points well taken, uh, Jose, on some of the things that you saw. I hope today's call inspires each and every one of us to go to the winter convention. And I was talking to Barry yesterday, if everyone there brings one and a half people with them to the next convention. Now, we realize some of the folks that were at this convention won't go back because they just didn't see it. They don't have the skill set to do this. But if 70% of the people that were at this convention bring one and a half people with them to the next convention and the regional managers all bring five more people with them that were there, guys, we are going to have a tremendous winter convention, and that's going to be the thrust of what we're talking about for the next several weeks.